0: Oh, uh, well, it
1: really looks like Elvis. <laughs> when I look out into your eyes out there, when I look out into your faces, you know what I see? I see a little bit of Elvis in each and every one of you out there. Let me tell you, when Elvis, is anywhere, Elvis.
0: Oh, heavens to Betsy. Heavens <laughs> Heavens to Murgatroy. So hey, what's up everybody? It's panic attack with Big John. <laughs> that was a That's a blast from my MTV child past Hold on, let me turn the volume back up Alright, we'll just pause that. That's uh, Mojo Nixon <laughs> Elvis is everywhere And um, First of all you know, God rest Lisa Marie Presley uh, May she rest in paradise um, This is Panic Attack, like I said a moment ago Follow me on Getter Twitter and Truth Social at the Real Underscore Big John. Let me move this camera. I don't know. Um, and all the like, do all the like, share, comment, subscribe stuff. Uh, so Elvis has been back in the news, and I really found the pa- uh, parallels between him and Lisa Marie uh, fascinating. Uh, they both died young. Uh, they were both swindled by managers. And I'll get into all that. Um, but let's listen to Mojo Nixon and uh, <laughs> "While I Light My Cigar." He's in everybody. Elvis is in your jeans. He's Uh-oh. in your cheeseburgers.
1: Elvis is in the nutty buddy.
0: Like the nutty buddies. He's in everybody. He's in the young, the old,
1: the fat, the skinny, the white, the black, the brown, and the blue people got Elvis in them, too. Elvis is in everybody out there. Everybody's got Elvis in them. Everybody except one person that is Yeah, one person. The evil opposite of Elvis, the anti-Elvis. Anti-Elvis got no Elvis in them, let me tell you. Michael J. Fox has no Elvis in it. Uh Yeah, and
0: Elvis
1: is in Joan Rivers, but he's
0: trying to get out, man. He's trying to get out. Listen up, Jody, baby. Elvis is everywhere. So, yeah, that's, um, of course, a silly song by Mojo Nixon. Uh, But, yeah, Elvis literally is everywhere. Uh, In 2022, he was the fourth highest earning dead celebrity. I I shouldn't say that and laugh. Uh, You know, I'm not laughing at death. I'm laughing at the fact that he really has a huge fan following. And he died in 1977 i was like uh um one year old or oh uh, yeah, yeah, right around my first birthday, and uh the last c d that I bought, probably the last compact disc I'll ever buy was an elvis c d elvis great- elvis's greatest gospel hits, and they're all they're all old church hymns that Elvis recorded, uh, I don't know when he recorded them, the 50s, 60s, 70s, throughout, anyways, they were all, you know, remastered with modern technology for better sound quality and all that, blah, 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 but, um, Elvis is forever remembered for his sense of style, his clothing, but man, that guy had an amazing voice, I can listen to Elvis, Elvis gospel all day and all night, I think he's got one of the best versions of How Great Thou Art that's ever been recorded, um, but I was watching a Michael Francis video, and he was talking about some different things and it put me down this rabbit hole. I went to the FBI's website. Well, I, I did a generic Google search of Elvis' FBI file, and according to their official website, uh, FBI.gov or whatever... Uh, G-Men, T-Men, Revenuers2.gov, something like that. Uh, Okay, so, quote, Elvis was never investigated, but his name appears in several files. Elvis was huge. I mean, to this day, I don't think there's a bigger rock and roll star than Elvis. And he's not even my favorite singer. Uh, You know, my favorite singers uh, are like Johnny Cash, George Strait, Guns N' Roses, uh, and and things like that. Um, And my genres are all over the place. Dean, Martin, whatever. Elvis is up there, but really Johnny Cash, George Strait, and Axl Rose, Guns N' Roses are my favorite bands. Anyhow. They put, there are several times when Elvis's name came up in memos. And I'm sure that, you know, Elvis being who he was, there's a file on Elvis at the FBI headquarters because it, his name is in several of their uh, memorandums and other things. Uh, one memo. Uh, talks about Elvis requesting a tour of the FBI headquarters and wanting to meet the director of the FBI. Uh, The request came through uh, Sheepley County, Tennessee, Sheriff. Uh, I don't know if there's some protocol that, you know... uh, Requesting a tour of the FBI headquarters has to go through uh, a law enforcement agency or a government official. But the request requested tour and meeting with the director, Elvis didn't just have a manager go out and do this. He actually went to the local sheriff. And... I don't know why, I know Elvis was made an honorary sheriff's deputy at one point, and for some reason, I think I remember seeing a picture of him uh, with Richard Nixon, there are a lot of pictures of him with Richard Nixon, or the same one circulating over and over, but anyhow, uh, I thought I, I saw a picture of Elvis with an FBI badge at one point, evidently not. He did have an honorary sheriff's deputy badge, and legend has it, he would, like, sit out in his Cadillac on the side of the road, and I don't think he had a radar gun or anything. He just sat in his caddy, and if he thought somebody was going too fast, he would get behind them and flash the headlights and pull them over. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but... Further on in this memorandum, this is like in the 60s or early 70s, Richard Nixon was the president at the time, okay, to give you a a frame of mind. Uh, In this memo it says, quote, not the type of person the director would like to meet. Elvis is not the type of person the director would like to meet. From the time Elvis came out, because he was wearing loud fashion, because he had quaffed greasy, slicked back hair, uh, because he shook his hips on stage, because he was a white guy who dressed like a black guy and sang like a black guy, and he was the king or the founder of this new thing called rock and roll, Elvis was controversial, and people in government, FBI, CIA, not so much CIA, they were still outside the United States. Um, Local law enforcement, preachers, parents, they all had it out for Elvis. He was going to be a bad influence on the children. And as I go through here, you're going to find out he was anything but. Or at least he wanted to be anything but that. Here's what the memo describes Elvis as. How the FBI described him. And this is their reasoning for the director not wanting to meet with Elvis. Not being the type of person the director would like to meet. Listen to this. Hair down to his shoulder. Hair down to his shoulders, right. Hair down to here, and this I always picture Elvis, uh, 1950s Elvis, with that real not crew cut but slick back, greasy hair that didn't go past his neck. But yeah, in the 60s and 70s, he did grow his hair a little bit longer. So hair down to his shoulder or collar. Also, it it goes on to say, wearing all sorts of exotic dress. (laughs) Not not talking about dresses, but the way he dresses is exotic. And that was, of course, uh, a theme of Elvis. uh, Something that went back to when he first began. He hung out on the black side of town. Nothing wrong with that. Hell, it's where I used to hang out. Um, but black folks have a different sense of fashion. A lot, lot more, at times, more flamboyant. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. When I see people coming out of the white church, uh, when I'm in, they <laughs> shouldn't really say white and black church, but it's true. Sunday morning is like the most segregated hour in America. But when I see uh, people coming out of the the black church, I still see 99% suits and ties. Or dress shirts, dress pants, dress shoes. When I see folks coming out of the predominantly white churches... I see the opposite. I see 80% in t-shirts, flannel shirts, um you know, casual dress. But what they were talking about is, you know, Elvis would put on a, a like gold leaf dress jacket right nice shiny shiny shirt that he bought at a clothing store on the black side of town he would flip up his collar on his dress shirt underneath and then fold the collar over top of the collar of his suit jacket that was like oh my god you're going to you know go to hell with storm Hussein and Satan back in the 50s for dressing like that there Another FBI that's what they meant by exotic dress. And in the you know seventies, Elvis would wear capes on stage and jumpsuits and but Elvis was an attraction. He was more than just a singer. Uh I think he would have been a fabulous person if he was just a singer, but nonetheless, he was an attraction. Moving on, another memorandum of the FBI. So he did get his tour of FBI headquarters with his entourage. Uh, He did not get to meet the director. The memo says, quote, despite his bizarre personal appearance, seemed sincere about problems facing young people, end quote. So at this time, uh, Elvis was in Washington, D.C. to pick up an award from President Nixon for helping kids in Beverly Hills with narcotics problems. So he was really trying to help young people stay away from the uppers, the downers. pep pills, marijuana, uh, LSD. He really wanted to help young people stay away from drugs, even though it was rumored and kind of known that he had a drug problem of his own. Um, The memo says things like he wanted to help out by having uh, meetings with young people in small groups at community centers. Uh, It said in there he didn't feel like he was qualified to speak before a large audience, but speaking in small groups at a youth center or a library or some kind of community hall, that's what he would be good at. So Elvis himself, you know, he was known to have a prescription drug problem. Uh, He got addicted to opioids based on... Uh illnesses and pain that he had from a genetic disorder, and I actually skipped ahead a little bit here, but anyways, I'll have to go back in my notes, but the I'll discuss his uh this his um genetic disorder. Pardon me here in a minute uh quote Presley indicated he is of the opinion the beatles laid the groundwork for many of the problems we are having with young people by their filthy, unkempt appearances and suggestive music. So this is where Elvis is telling one of the FBI agents, who's writing a memo and passing it up the chain, Presley indicated... He is of the opinion the Beatles laid the groundwork for many of the problems. In the, you know, after the Beatles made their first appearance on Ed Sullivan, you know, they saw there are these suit and tie wearing, mop top, crop haircut, clean looking British boys, but they quickly got into the counterculture and drug scene the anti-war scene uh, and we're very much into drugs pot acid uh, and so on things to open up your mind and you know hallucinogenics and Elvis you know the Beatles being how I says the Beatles were kind of the new Elvis right they took his place as the top cultural icons of the music industry so this is how Elvis felt and the funny thing is he felt about the Beatles the same way the FBI other government officials, religious leaders, felt about him. They felt he had an unkempt look, or a look that was unique, or as they said, exotic dress. They didn't like his long hair, and things of that nature. Um, Elvis really wanted to work with the FBI, the government, to help young people. So the, the government, the FBI, though, they had the prejudice towards Elvis for his flashy attire, his loud clothing, his fancy suits that weren't their style of fancy, uh, his long hair, while Elvis, he blamed other artists like the Beatles for uh, their look, music, and lifestyle. So he was judging people the way people judged him on their looks and appearances. And frankly, you know Elvis w- was um a Christian. You know, his style of music and the way he danced on stage and all those things. Yeah, maybe that wasn't the Christian style of the day. <coughs> Now, the Beatles, on the other hand, they were total counterculture intentionally. You know, I always just said, hey, this is the music I grew up listening to. I like the way that these black people dress, so I shop at the black clothing stores when everything was segregated. The black clothing stores were like way cooler in my opinion, than the stuffy, you know, white clothing store where everybody wore the same shit. But anyways, so, you know, it's pretty funny how the FBI and religious and political leaders didn't like Elvis and said he was going to be a bad influence on children. And then you turn around and you see Elvis wanted to be a role model for children. (coughs) He wanted to work with the government and that to help people. And I'm sure Elvis wasn't perfect. I'm sure he had multiple lovers. uh, Certainly had multiple lovers. But I never heard anything really bad about Elvis. Nothing that was truly, you know, that he was an evil character or a bad human being. Uh, it was all in people's heads and their prejudgment of him. So, I'm going to flip back here because I skipped a page or two. Let's uh, break here and we'll come back and do some more. You're okay, get- actually do something for this car. Who built the
1: Who built Yeah, maybe you see guys <laughs> walking down the street pushing shopping carts. And you think they're talking to Allah? They're talking to themselves, man. No, they're talking to Elvis! <laughs>
0: That's so funny. So, uh, the New York Post, they did an article, uh, of course, on this. <laughs> 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 And they talked about uh, how Elvis died at the age of forty-two of heart problems. His mother died at forty-six of heart prob or yeah forty-six of heart problems. Her siblings died at the age of forty-six from heart problems. Lisa Marie died at fifty-four of cardiac arrest. Uh, there's this author Sally Hodel H O E D E L Sally Hodel. Uh, her theory is Elvis was destined to die young, destined to die young in quotes. Uh, Elvis's maternal grandparents, so directly on uh, his mother's side of things, were first cousins. And so this created a lot of problems genetically for Elvis's mother's side of the family. Uh, he had a brother that was stillborn or died at birth. Uh, Elvis did have a twin brother. So we're lucky and blessed to have had Elvis. He, he well could have died at birth like his brother. But Hodel says uh, creating Elvis took a rare DNA combination of That was not supposed to happen. Hence the first cousins getting hitched. In his. uh, Genealogy. I don't think that's the right word. But we'll use it. Uh, Okay so it was not supposed to happen. Was not supposed to survive. And the consequences of that have long been ignored. Um, Hodel said that. Deaths in the family were all related to uh were all the result of pardon me alpha 1 trypsin deficiency anti trypsin deficiency passed down through the generations uh and then she went on to talk about she has a book about elvis uh, if you want to look for um Sally Hodel Uh, this impacted Elvis's entire life she's quoted as saying uh, he had poor health Uh, this Alpha 1 deficiency uh, impacted his brain function compromised bodily function and damaged organs so that's where the young deaths come in to the family of elvis so let's look here and i'm going to kind of compare and contrast compare and contrast uh elvis and lisa marie um we know she died of a heart attack now we know it's a genetic thing passed down through elvis's family because um His grandparents were inbreds. It's just not bullshit one another. Doesn't make him any less of a great guy. Just saying. Nothing spells loving like marrying your cousin. Okay, so CBS Money Watch. In 2005, uh, Lisa Marie began an 11-year financial... uh, An 11-year odyssey, pardon me, to financial ruin. That's in quotes. 11-year odyssey to financial ruin. She sued her former manager, Barry Siegel, uh, claimed he mismanaged her funds. Uh, She went from a $100,000 trust down to $14,000 in cash. She had racked up $500,000 in credit card debt. In her 2021 divorce, She claimed to be $16 million in debt, mostly from unpaid taxes. Oh man, that seems like some kind of theme. You know, these celebrities get these money managers... And the money managers move money around and next thing you know, taxes don't get paid because somebody thought they moved money to where it was hidden and wouldn't have to, uh, they wouldn't have to pay taxes on it, but whatever. In 2005, she had a deal through this Barry Siegel, I guess. Uh, 2005, she had a deal to sell 85% of the Elvis Presley estate to CKX. She got $50 million in stock. She kept 15% of the estate and the title to Graceland. <clears throat> she is, was, right into her death, the sole owner of Graceland, Elvis's huge mansion in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, according to r- records in 2022, she earned $104,000 per month, per month from Elvis Enterprises. And this is where I I got the thing I told you earlier. Forbes had Elvis listed as the number four earning dead celebrity. All that money came to Lisa Marie. Okay. I don't know what Priscilla got. I I I never heard Priscilla Presley working. Lisa Marie. Well, most of Lisa's life or part of it. You know, her mother had to have been in charge of her finances because Elvis died when Lisa was nine. Imagine that. I mean, I'm sure she'd rather have her dad. And honestly, I would rather have Elvis in the music industry. I don't know how old he would be today. He died when he was 42, so. Well, you know, he'd be like in his 90s. So, but I would have loved to have seen him put some new stuff out in the 80s and 90s, you know. But, anyhow. uh, First thing I remember of Lisa Marie Presley is (laughs) she married Michael Jackson, which made for a lot of jokes. Uh, They came out together holding hands at the uh, MTV... Music awards. I don't remember what they said or did, but they just walked out holding hands and said something. Uh, She tried to have a singing career, and she was a decent singer. But the thing is, Elvis is a hard shadow to overcome. He casts a big shadow. Now, if she grew up a few years later... In the era of reality TV, and I mean, there were gossip magazines and stuff like that, but around 2000, we got a new breed of celebrity. The daughters of these ultra-wealthy entrepreneurs, musicians, like Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Kim Kardashian, and then the rest of the Kardashian family followed. They were famous for being famous. And I think Lisa Marie Presley would have been a lot more famous, had a lot more TV time had she come of age. Had she been 18 to 30 during that time period where it was just like these women were famous for being famous. Because she was just as gorgeous as any of them. I know this is gonna sound weird, but she had her father's eyes, and then she kind of had a combination of her mom and dad's face. But yeah, she had some sultry, smoky eyes. Uh, she was a very pretty girl, so she could end up being famous just for being famous, not having to have talent. But uh, I think people disliked her, and that had some ill will because. She was Elvis's daughter. Uh, even in death in 1977, Elvis is a larger-than-life megastar. Like I said, he's one of the top-earning celebrities in death. Now, he's also got a, a rabid fan base. I remember getting into a Facebook argument with some guy that I probably should not have ever had on my Facebook friends thingy, but whatever. Uh, One of those random people you see. Um, So anyhow, this guy was like a huge Elvis fan. And I posted a video of uh, Johnny Cash doing his impression of Elvis and wrote something about, you know, how Wow, it's, it's amazing that, you know, when Elvis was starting out, he looked up to Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash being one of my favorite singers in the top three. Um. So, this guy's like pissed at me. Oh, Johnny Cash was spoiled early on. I'm like, but dude, this thing says they were friends and Elvis looked up to him. And, oh, Ca- Cash was spoiled and... Back then And Elvis he had to come up the hard way And earn everything And I'm like okay dude Elvis died like When I was one and you were maybe five What the fuck It's not like you were Elvis's Lifelong buddy or something But this guy was like Ready to just throw hands (laughs) I'm like chill dude (laughs) It's You know I I blocked him after that because I got scared. Um, I mean, like I was saying, there are people that were born after he after Elvis died, that are absolute Elvis fanatics. Um, and like I said a second ago, 1954, Elvis's family moved to Nashville uh, or Memphis, wherever, when he was 19, and that's when he became famous. Uh, I don't know how quickly he rose to fame, but he caught on pretty quick at uh, Sam, what's his name's, Sun Records Studios. Uh, So here's what's interesting about this genetic problem from Elvis's grandparents being first cousins. Elvis was born in 1935 and died at 42 the average life expectancy for somebody born in 1935 was 60 years old lisa marie was born in 1968 and died at 54 years old the life expectancy for somebody born in 1968 Is 69 years old so essentially if you prorate that Elvis and Lisa were basically the same age based on the life expectancy of people when uh, in the respective years they were born but however you cut it they died young you know today we're used to seeing people live into their 80s, 90s, 100s. Uh, Elvis's financial matters, much like Lisa Marie, this is another one of those parallels they have. Uh, They were handled by Colonel Tom Parker, who was a crooked son of a bitch. He immigrated to the United States illegally, pretended to live in the United States so he could serve in the army, Uh, And then, I'm not going to get into it, but he changed his name to Tom Parker. He was not an American citizen, but served in the United States Army. Uh, He took greater than 50% of Elvis's earnings. So see how the parallels are there? You know, Lisa Marie trusted some guy with her money, her inheritance, and got swindled. Elvis, the same thing. Parker took extra earnings from Elvis for his manager fees, uh, for negotiating merchandise, for negotiating TV and acting deals, movie deals for Elvis. And later on, you know, the Elvis estate... Sued Tom Parker and he ended up owing them money, and so on and so forth uh It's reported that during his fame during his lifetime, Elvis earned a billion dollars from that from the time he was nineteen to the time he was forty two years old he earned one billion dollars. In that short amount of time, uh, and minus the money Colonel Parker embezzled from him, which had been in the tens or hundreds of millions, over time, uh, Elvis spent buku bucks. I mean, he lived lavish. He was known for being generous and buying, you know, gifts for friends. I forget who the actress was. I just watched a little thing about her on YouTube, but he always sent her a bouquet of flowers, particularly a a guitar-shaped bouquet of flowers to every performance she did. Uh, and people sometimes say that was Elvis's true love of his life. I, I don't know. He he married uh Priscilla, when she was very young. And. You know, maybe he was best friends with this woman. That he's. I wish I could remember her freaking name. It doesn't matter. But sending heart-shaped. Guitars. Or not heart-shaped guitars. shit fire guitar-shaped bouquets of flowers every night or several nights out of the week to whatever performance hall she was performing in. That's a crazy amount of money. Uh, He bought a private jet for a million dollars. He then found out the people (laughs) ripped him off, and a lot of repairs had to be done to the jet to get it flyable. Where you're and I'm back. Sorry, my mommy was calling me. Uh, so, uh, he got almost got this private jet... Uh, for a million dollars. And then had to put who knows how many more... You know, thousands or a million dollars... Of what repair work into it. And, you know, the maintenance on those... A jet. <laughs> I mean... I have no idea. It's got to be huge. And he was the sole owner of it. It's not like he chartered a plane, which is essentially renting a plane, but you're the only person on it, you and your friends or whoever. He owned a jet. (laughs) You know, and he had to to pay a pilot. Uh, You know, he had to pay mechanics to work on it. He had to pay for jet fuel. Uh, of course, you know, they, they ate up in the air, so they had to pay for flight me- meals. And Elvis was known for just lavishness. I mean, the guy had more money than he knew what to do with. Um, growing up a poor boy, you know, in the South, what what do you do with all this money? You know, uh, he used to take flights like in the middle of the night to his favorite restaurant in arkansas so he fly from memphis to arkansas to get like a fried bologna and cheese sandwich or something crazy uh whatever the hell his favorite sandwich was but they they made the best ones at this restaurant so he would you know take the limo or whatever the cadillac to the airport Jump on his private jet, him and his friends, fly to Arkansas, probably rent another limo, go from the airport to the the damn restaurant in a jet. And the jet was like the size of a commercial jet. It wasn't like, you know, those pissy little Gulfstream jets that Al Gore jaunts around in. This was like an airliner. You know, and I'm sure it was all tricked out and, and you know, leather seats and beautiful inside. Shag carpet everywhere. Um, so at his death, though, his estate was valued at $7 million. $7 million. Um, I don't know how out of a $7 million estate... Lisa Marie was left a $100 million trust. Uh, What's even spookier is it went down to $14,000 over time. But anyways, uh, in death, Elvis to this day earns $100 million a year in the entertainment industry uh you know you can still download his music for a fee there you know Elvis t-shirts Elvis hats i mean there was Elvis everything back in the day Elvis lunch boxes for kids uh you know Elvis Barbie dolls Elvis toys it, you know and this is still a, an industry people will buy you know go to Graceland and buy souvenirs with Elvis's picture or name or, you know, Graceland written on him. $100 million a year. Died in 1977. And in 2022, he was still making, or he wasn't making, but his uh, name, image, and likeness were bringing in $100 million a year. Amazing. Elvis truly is everybody, everywhere, everything. And genetically and financially, he and Lisa Marie had a lot, lot in common. So God bless them both. I hope they're resting in paradise together. Till next panic attack, y'all. Pray pray for one another. Love somebody. Be the reason somebody feels loved. Mojo Nixon. <laughs> Elvis these boats. Elvis needs
1: boats. Elvis, 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 needs boats. Ah, the sailing Elvis, Captain Elvis, Commodore Elvis. It is. Yeah, man. You know, people from outer space. People from outer space, they come up to me. They don't look like Doctor Spock. They don't look like Klingons. All that Star Trek jive. They look like Elvis. Elvis. Everybody in outer space looks like Elvis because Elvis is a perfect being. We're all moving in perfect peace and harmony towards Elvisness. Soon all will become Elvis. Everything, everywhere will be Elvis. Why do you think they call it evolution anyway? It's really Elvis Lucian.
0: Elvis
1: Lucian. Elvis.